Hi guys, welcome to episode two of the Dad Bod Diaries. This is Troy Hartilius and and Akaya Siegel. Uh, we got a request from one of our clients to talk about kind of us and who we are, and so I figured I'd let Akaya start because her story is way better than mine. <laughs> I got a story too. All right, you guys. So um, my journey actually started about five years ago, and it started when I was in college. So growing up, I naturally was tiny small frame um just didn't really do much regardless of like I did a lot of sports and stuff but never was really aware or conscious about you know health and nutrition right so I go into college and after my first year of college after eating horribly (laughs) and low activity I gained about 20% body fat so I went from normal and healthy to overweight uh, in a year And coming back from college, it was actually really hard because of the comments that I would hear. I would go home and, you know, my mom specifically was like, hey, you know, getting a little chubby or friends would say stuff and all along those lines. And to me, it just kind of broke my heart and I was feeling pretty demoralized and, you know, just hurt. But I decided to do something about it. So I went into a boot camp style gym and fell in love with it like my very first uh actually workout I was going into it strong and it kicked my butt there was a 65 year old woman in there and she was lapping me so age is not a factor folks (laughs) yeah she she whooped my butt and it made me realize I'm like oh my gosh I have so much I need to work on you know and then uh, that's the one thing of from like a positive mindset is that you know what I have one way to go and that's up right so I kept working, and I worked as much as I could. I was at that gym for a year and a half, and I lost 18% body fat. So it took all of it away. Um, however, I just wouldn't stop. So I found ways that I can just keep going because I kept plateauing. I was like, okay, maybe I eat a little less. Maybe I restrict myself even more. Maybe I'll work out for three hours instead of an hour and a half or yeah. however much it was. And that was the hard part about it was <clears throat> I kept stopping And for me, the only thing that I saw progress, quote, quote, is when I lost weight. So it became a negative habit. Like health and fitness is a fantastic habit, eating healthy and working out. But when you're overly working out and eating too little, you start losing a lot of muscle. And your body starts having more problems. I was weak. I was tired. um, Didn't have any strength behind me. And I was frustrated because the only thing that I stared at was the scale. And I have a question. Sorry, this is yeah. really odd because I know I like sitting on like different ends of the spectrum. It's really easy to have this like weird perspective of yourself when you look in the mirror, and it's this phenomenon that occurs. And now, mind you, I have never been the opposite end of the spectrum. I have loved food so much in my life. Like, <laughs> yeah. like we are best buddies. He, pro- he was my best man at my wedding, <laughs> right? Like all of that. So, um, as far as like when you were through transition and all that stuff did you see the same woman in the mirror every time whether you were just starting or whether you had gotten that 18 percent down i'm really i'm just fascinated yeah, no, i'm curious that's actually a great question the answer to that is yes um i still saw myself as overweight even when i lost 18 percent body fat even when i actually started seeing results there was one moment where i looked in the mirror and i started to cry because i was so happy with the fact that i was losing weight so that was one moment where I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's working. Yeah. But for the most part, confidence-wise, or just men- mentality-wise, uh, I still saw myself as overweight, like I was in college. 
even though I lost all of it. Yeah. So, and in fear of becoming that, you know, that physical way again, I restricted myself even more. And that's where mentally was like the hardest part of the game for sure. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. I'm oh, sorry. No, I didn't totally mean to, fine. I didn't no, mean that to was interrupt. great. It's yeah. a great question. Um, so, so yeah, so I lost all the weight, created a negative relationship with food. And then there was one day where I just looked in the mirror and I was like, I don't look the way I want to look. Like I'm tiny, but I don't look fit and healthy. I look overly skinny and the rib cage poking out bad, you know? And so I'm like, how is the best way that I can like put on muscle or get the look that I want and, but not gain a bunch of body fat like I did in college. And that's when I actually got into bodybuilding. So I hired a personal trainer because I had no idea what I was doing at a resistance training gym. I was like, oh, you know, I'll bicep curl. You know, I don't know what I was doing. Didn't know any of the Curls comp- for the girls. Exactly. That's what I said. <laughs> um, didn't know anything about compound movements or anything. And I remember I, were, um, I was working with a trainer and I deadlifted for the first time. And I picked up, I was like 120 pounds at the time. And I deadlifted 155 for one. Nice. And I like flipped out. I was like running around the gym. <laughs> I was skipping over stuff. I was screaming. I called my dad. I was like, guess what? <laughs> and so, and so um, it was a, like a, a huge change. It was like, this is the best feeling ever. And I, it was so exhilarating. And I felt strong. And that was the best part of it. And so I got into resistance training, I got into weightlifting, got into bodybuilding, started putting on mass and size. Um, long story short, about two, I did my first competition, which was the Emerald Cup in 2018. And then I've done two more shows in uh, 2019, the Emerald Cup again, and then I did the Northern Classic. And so that was just super exciting for me. It was just like, okay, it's getting into competing. But one thing that has defined me now versus how I was. Um, one is I learned how to do proper food intake and I learned that lifting weights makes you strong. It makes you strong. You building body mass, keeps the body fat away. And for me, it just made me feel like I was a stronger person, especially because at the time I was in a pretty bad spot, bad relationship. Um, yeah, and fuck you. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. And so, <laughs> and so, one of the recent ways that I discovered my why, besides doing something for myself and finding strength, um, in September, actually this September 2019, uh, my dad was diagnosed with stage four glioblastoma, a butterfly glioblastoma, which is um, cancer, brain cancer. And that was a breaking point for me. You know, I've been working hard, I've been doing all this stuff. He's always been there to support me, and he's been trying to learn the sport too, even though at first he was like, Why on earth are you doing this? <laughs> um, and when I found out he had cancer, it's like I stopped. I wasn't gonna do the Northern Classic, I wasn't gonna compete for that next show because I'm like, I only, he, the doctors diagnosed him with 10 months to live. Wow. And for me, I'm like, I'm spending these 10 months with him. I'm not gonna, I mean, I can lift at the gym on my own, but I'm not gonna compete. And no. so, I called him. I'm like, Dad, um, I just want to let you know that I'm not competing this year. And he's like, why? You know, and I said, well, so I can spend more time with you. And he looked at me. He's like, Kai, if I'm going to heaven, I'm watching you step up there one more time. 
and I, it made me cry. Like, I just lost it. And As now I'm about to ball. But yeah, okay, no, no, no crying. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this was 20 days before the competition. So it was 20 days before the show. I was not as lean, staged lean as I needed to be. Definitely not even close. And I just threw a Hail Mary. I'm like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to step up there. This is the last time he's going to see me there. And I lost 4% body fat in four weeks. And lost a total of 15 pounds in 20 days. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. And so I stood up there. I did it for him. And then now I just have a different purpose. So, um, so Mind you folks, don't do this at home. Yeah, exactly. Please get do a it professional. with a professional. Yeah. I had a professional by my side the whole time. Let's be real. Okay. The way that I did it isn't necessarily the healthiest way either yeah. when you're restricting yourself so much. As I pointed out in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> um. But the point of that is, is my why is like, one, my, my name's Kai. Uh, I'm a, a national qualifying bikini competitor. I still compete in the bikini division for, in a, the sport of bodybuilding. Um, I now speak with nonprofits for brain cancer awareness, which is why I bring that up too. If you guys would ever want to donate for research because there still is no cure, um, that would be wonderful. Um, and then on top of that, I'm a personal trainer and tried my best to um, relate to clients. I've been overweight. I've been underweight. I've had everything in between. Um, and that's when the best way that I like to like relate to people too is like I did it. You know, anybody can. Yeah. So. That's now, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> First of all, fuck brain cancer. Sorry. Yeah, Pardon yeah. my language, everybody. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. As we do this in the middle of the gym, clients hear <laughs> no. this. It's it's cool. Um, so my why kind of is a long one. So, uh, my mom raised me by herself. Uh, my grandma raised my mom by herself. So I had some pretty badass women <laughs> in my life, inclu- including my wife. Um, she probably will listen to this tonight, hopefully. Otherwise she doesn't support me, but whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> Anywho. So, uh, a couple years ago, um, we found out we were having our first kid. Mm-hmm. And, um, my grandma, she's fairly young. She was, uh, 72 at the time. And we were really excited for her. She, at this point, um, had lived a pretty hard life. Um, I'm native American. She was, grew up on the reservation. She grew up from the age of seven picking berries for pennies, right? Going yeah. all the way, traveling from, um, Vancouver, um, British Columbia, all the way down to California, hitting every farm that she could to make money to get school clothes for the next year and wow. and like hard ass work. And then uh, my mom had me. I was a surprise, <laughs> and uh, she raised me by herself since I was two. My dad wow. left really early, and uh, so it was just my mom and my grandma my entire life. And when we found out we were having our second kid, we were super excited. But my grandma already had pretty poor quality of life. She worked and that was it she didn't take care of herself she took care of everyone else around her she um at this point at the age ripe age of 72 had congestive heart failure uh, pretty aggressive diabetes to the point where she couldn't walk because she couldn't feel where her feet were um her hands like she couldn't do the things that she loved then her vision was going because of these other associated diseases actually when you have uh, diabetes if you don't control your blood sugar um you will eventually have cataracts to the point in which there's too much scarring on your eyes to be able to see wow so she was seeing imagine like a black webbing over your eye oh wow she was seeing through these small pockets everything um but regardless we were really excited to have you know the little one coming and 
you know, she was going to be around to see it, great grandma, right? And uh, she was young, 72. So, I mean, she could have lived much longer than mm-hmm. 72. And two days before my son was born, she passes away. And she named my son, by the way. Anyone is wondering, my son's name is Wyatt. She named my son. She knew it before we even did. Um, But that's for another time. Um, So I ended up going through this just gnarly, dark place. And I didn't know how to control it. Mm -hmm. Like, it was pretty effed up. And my wife can attest that, like, I was pretty... I was not coherent with the world. I was just putting shit in my face and I was just zoning out. I didn't focus on school. I didn't focus on anything for a hot minute. And like, so my son was born two days later. So two days I just like vegetated. And then my son was born. I just bottled that shit up Mm -hmm. and I had to take care of my son. And I didn't realize that I was still doing some of those things. Like I was fully engaged with my son and my wife But then when I was not with them, I was still having these moments where I was just disengaged and I was doing the only thing that felt good, which was feeding myself. Mm -hmm. And I ended up ballooning. Got fucking huge. Sorry, pardon my language, everybody. I I swear a lot. You said it like... Yeah, seven times now. Our boss is listening. Beep, beep, (laughs) beep. Sorry, Brad. (laughs) But uh, uh, I ended up just feeding myself uh, until there was this point where... I knew that I needed to change something where like, you know, walking upstairs, like you get winded and like getting down on the ground, playing with your son, that's difficult stuff. And I was trying to set new year's resolutions year after year. And I would literally write it. So we had a, we have a tradition. We write it down on the stocking. We put it in the stocking. We have two copies. We keep one with us and we try to mark it off. Uh, You always lose the one that you have with you, but you have the one in the stocking the next year when you you know, let your presence out or whatever it's in there. And so you look at what you did for the year and it was depressing to see year after year, nothing happened. And so, uh, actually a year ago I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. This is a stupid tradition. I told my wife I wasn't going to do it anymore. And I decided I was going to do something. One thing, at least every year that like terrified the S out of me. Yeah. I'm not a strong person whatsoever. I'm not like physicality wise. I'm not the biggest dude. I'm not the fastest dude. I'm not the strongest dude. And I was like, but you know what? I want a power lift. And so I signed up on New Year's Eve for uh, the PAC tournament, Power Athletic Compound. Shout out to y'all. You were the freaking awesome. Um, over in Richland, Washington. And I went to it. I did it. I wasn't even trained. I did two months of training for it. Went in. And um, I took first. I won. Yeah, there, there was hardly anybody in my weight class. Like, let's, so- let's be real. <laughs> Uh, like, awesome there still. was less than a handful in my weight class. Like, let's be 100 about it. But I won. Mm-hmm. And um, I was stoked. And what sealed the deal for me to really re-engage in my life again and re-engage in these healthy topics was uh, seeing my son, uh, having him see me lift like 400 pounds, the bar with like a slight bend, right? 400 doesn't really bend the bar, but you get this little bow when you lift it. And seeing him turn to my wife and say, wow, dad's strong, like that then re-engaged me back into, and it kind of snapped me out. It was a few years, like he, until he was three, like that shit was still with me. And so uh, that's why I'm here. That's why I do what I do. And now I've been working for the past uh, year or so with individuals that were like myself that maybe didn't believe in themselves, didn't have that mentality. And that's why like, I like to tell people that I specialize in powerlifting because I have such 
a strong feeling that whatever like shit that you feel about yourself, however you feel about yourself, if you can lift this stupid bar mm-hmm. with more weight than you ever thought you could lift, then you must be wrong about something Absolutely. about yourself. Like it's one of the best feelings in the world. Right? Yeah. Like, as I mentioned, like when I was in a pretty horrible relationship, the only time I felt strong was when I was lifting. Yeah. Like when you pick something up that's heavier than your weight or you just pick something up that was heavier that you did last week. It is just this like, yes, you know, it's, it's just one of those like feelings. You're just so proud. You As know? your voice drops it off. <laughs> I know. <don't, Yes. laughs> just do like a flex. You're Not in like a metal concert now. Oh, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Do like front double biceps and jean sets and stuff. I don't care. <laughs> but you're right. Like when you when you are lifting and you feel that strength and you feel that like I did. See that? I did that. You see that shit? Like that's 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 what I did. I picked that up. You know, that's one. Start of the, oh, your shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You're like walking around. Like you go to the bar. Someone you know messes with you or something. You're like you know what? I could deadlift you. So don't even. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> this has no translation to yeah, a fight. But be scared. Yeah. It's like set up on a bar and I got you. Okay. Like just lay flat. I don't know how it happens, but. <laughs> I'm just gonna lift you. Let's do this. Back squat. You just hold still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, that's what's cool too when it comes to like anybody in the fitness industry or just anybody going through the motions. When you're having your own physical struggles or mental struggles or whatever it is, like most people have gone through it. Like, I mean, of course, there's a lot of things that a lot of people haven't gone through or what have you. I don't want to contradict myself, but you know, if you're feeling like I don't know if I can do this or self doubt or any form of like, you know what. Hey, I'm having a hard time. I'm struggling. Like, honestly, believe it or not, when I first started lifting, I quit. Like, I went from doing the boot camp style gym. I'm like, you know what? Let me try resistance training. This is before I got a trainer. And I tried it for two weeks, but I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, you know what? This is out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And, you know, I'm trying my best. I'm following this app adamantly. I'm making my Pinterest workouts. <laughs> and nothing was working, yeah. you know? And Instagram feed. Instagram, exactly. <laughs> And so then I went back to what I originally did. But if you stay out of that comfort zone, but you seek, like, a professional help or just get advice from somebody that you know, we've all gone through it. And it's like, hey, I understand how hard that this is, but this is how you approach it. It's yeah. one of the better ways to do it. Sorry, Jimmy. No, you're good, man. Hey, what's up? No, do your thing. Do your okay. Thing. So, sorry about that. <laughs> um but yeah, so the, anybody has gone through, and if you have any questions or whatever, that's what we're here for as well. This is also why we created the podcast. <laughs> so guys, we're gonna call it. We're gonna try to keep these short to like twenty minutes each time. Most of us only have the attention span for twenty minutes, maybe way less. <laughs> um, but we're gonna try to keep these around twenty minutes every time. But if you have questions or you want something covered, or maybe we touched on something too short and you need it like really in depth. Just reach out. Um, my email is troy at fitnessquest.com, or you can even do Akaya mm-hmm. at fitnessquest.com. She's going to have to spell it because I suck at spelling. Yeah, it's, it's A-C-H-A-I-A wow. at fitnessquest.com. Wow, okay, so it was easier than I thought, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, reach out to us. Send us your questions or send us requests. Uh, we're happy to talk about whatever you need. And then we'll also have people coming in that are... Um, pros in the industry, whether it is an IFBB pro or some powerlifting national champions, whatever it may be, we're going to start bringing some more people in and we're going to start interviewing them. So get questions ready. 
you know, ask the things you want to know, and we'll we'll find out together. Uh, this is uh, Troy and Kaya. We're signing out. <laughs>